around Black Friday, I picked up a few games on sale. I know, shocker. Anyway, among the games I got was the premium edition of Mortal Kombat 1. I wanted to get MK1 when it was released, but I had other things going on at the time, so I waited. I'm glad because, man, the DLC and microtransaction pricing for that shit is ridiculous. The game is fun to play, no doubt, but $12 for a fatality? And about $10 for a character skin? On a game that's $70? Fucking really? I feel really sorry if you got it at launch without knowing about it. Oddly enough, Street Fighter VI is in a similar boat too, though that's more of a lack of costumes that anybody cares about than what's being offered at a ridiculous price tag. I'm getting ahead of myself here. Let's talk about MK1 and SF6's DLC issues on this week's edition of Backlog Challenger Weekly. Hey guys, I'm Christopher Brooks, and today we're going to be talking about some DLC. So, to begin, let's quickly explain DLC for the non-gamers in the audience. Downloadable content, or DLC, is an extra add-on for the game that you purchase, usually for a fee. Occasionally you get free DLC, but 9 times out of 10, you're paying for that shit. DLC usually comes in the form of more characters, costumes, slash skins, special items, stages, or entire campaigns added on to your base game. You can buy all this piecemeal or all together in a bundle called a Season Pass. Sometimes you can buy both the game and the Season Pass at the same time when you buy the deluxe version of a game. Back in the days, these would be called Expansion Packs. So around the 360 PS3 era is when DLC became a thing. It was the Wild West back then, so the pricing and quality of shit being offered was way inconsistent. The market kinda evened itself out by the time Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter got in on DLC, with MK2011 and Street Fighter 4 respectively. They were perhaps the first fighting games of DLC. I don't think anyone else tried to do it until a bit later. So, with fighting game DLC, you usually get two things. More characters and more costumes for the characters. Later, you would get costume colors, stages, music, customization items if your fighting game had custom options in it. We're mainly looking at characters and costumes today as that's the thing people care about the most. Alright, so everybody knows what DLC is. Next, we're going to look at the DLC pricing history of both starting with Mortal Kombat. So if Mortal Kombat 2011 is when they first started putting DLC in their games. They had their characters cost $5 a piece and their costumes were $5 as well, but they are costume packs so you would get 3 or 4 costumes a piece for $5. Pretty good deal, right? For Mortal Kombat X, their pricing was the same as the last game, but the costume packs were $4 instead of 5 Mortal Kombat 11 then bumps the pricing of both to 6 Still not egregious, the costume prices have been all over the place, but it's fair considering it's still a pack. Now we go to Mortal Kombat 1. Characters are now $8, and costumes are bumped up to 10 
just for a single character. No more packs, just one character, $10. What the fuck? It's especially bad for Mortal Kombat because their last three games had popular and major characters locked behind pre-order bonuses. Goro for Mortal Kombat X, Shao Kahn for Mortal Kombat 11, and Shang Tsung for Mortal Kombat 1. Shang is playable in the story mode for a bit, so it's even shittier there. That's not even the craziest thing here, because back during Halloween, they released a fatality like in their premium shop. And that motherfucker was $10. Now, it's an okay fatality, but dude, the game is already fucking $70. A hundred if you get the premium edition. You should be getting that fatality for fucking free. Now, they did come out with a free fatality later of something different. But the point still stands, like, why the fuck are you charging us for fatalities, man? Uh, I, I don't know. <sighs> Let's talk about Street Fighter. Street Fighter's issues is its costumes. Characters didn't become DLC until Street Fighter V. Anyway, here's the pricing. The entirety of Street Fighter IV, from vanilla to ultra, had costumes costing $4 a pack. It wasn't until Street Fighter V that we saw a change. With Street Fighter V, you have characters now costing $6 and the costumes still going for $4, but it's per character now. Maybe Netherrealm got the idea from Capcom? Street Fighter V and Mortal Kombat 11 were three years apart, so it's possible. How does Street Fighter VI do it? Well, we just got character costumes this month. So, for seven months, we only got costume pieces for our custom character with stuff ranging from okay to straight garbage. To purchase most of this stuff, you must buy Street Fighter VI's premium currency, Fighter Coins, or FC. $5 will get you 250 FC. $12 will get you 610 FC. $24 will get you 1,250 FC and $50 will get you 2,750 FC. Mortal Kombat 1 also has premium currency too, but I didn't mention it because everyone had posted the dollar conversions for their costumes online, so there was no need. Anyway, individual costume pieces will run you between 100 and 200 FC, about two to three bucks. If you want the whole set of a costume, that would run you between 600 and 650 FC, or around 12 bucks. The character costumes that just got released are 300 FC, so that's gonna put you about six bucks per costume. The character costumes are priced fairly, however, you need to spend $12 just to get enough FC to buy one, as the $5 option only nets you 250 FC. You could buy two costumes of that and have some spare FC to add on to something later, but you get my point. You have to spend $12 to get a $6 costume. The main issue with Street Fighter VI was the drought. We just got the new character costumes a couple of days ago, as of this recording. You see, Street Fighter VI came out back in June, and the costumes dropped in December, so there was a costume drought of about 7 months. All we got was basic bitch avatar costumes and occasional collaborations with other brands. 
One infamous case was the TMNT crossover back in August. In this collab, you can dress your avatar like a Ninja Turtle, or buy a Ninja Turtle mask. If you want the mask, it was 250 FC slash $5. If you want the whole turtle suit, it was 750 FC, or $14.97. Meaning, if you wanted Leo, Raph, Don, and Mikey's full costumes, it would have run you about $60. The MSRP for Street Fighter 6. The TMNT collab has long since ended, but it seriously makes me fearful of the pricing of future crossovers. What a way to kill the hype. So, that's the state of things. What can we do? Nothing, really. Vote with your dollar on a personal level, I guess? Nothing's gonna stop the whales and casuals from buying this shit wholesale. To be fair, at least as far as Mortal Kombat is concerned, I think that's more of Warner Brothers pushing them to price things the way they've been pricing them, instead of Netherrealm, but regardless. If they were going to price this shit like a free-to-play game, then they should have made Mortal Kombat 1 and Street Fighter 6 free-to-play. Fighting games are the one genre that doesn't really have a free-to-play game out there outside of one or two fringe cases. Though, that could all change when Project L comes out. If you haven't heard of it, it's Riot Games 2v2 Tag Fighter with League characters in it. Riot just might be the one to pull it off, and if it plays well, has good netcode, and is just as much polished as League itself, then I could see people being super down with paying $10 for a costume, especially if the game is free. The fighting game devs better pay attention or Riot just might take their lunch. Well folks, that was this week's episode. If you want more content, look up Backlog Challenger on YouTube and TikTok, or follow me on Twitter at BacklogChristo1. I had a schedule hiccup due to getting food poisoning over the holiday, but we should be back to a normal schedule across the board. I'll catch y'all next week.